0: Can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. Can't help it now. I can't help it, nah, I ball like a Celtic, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and we are coming off of a tough loss to Sacramento 116 111 uh, in a game that frankly should not have even been close. Uh, This should have been a game where the Celtics walked away with a pretty easy win in my eyes, uh, even without Marcus Smart, without uh, Kemba Walker. Uh, It was a game where you know it was just it was a game of runs. We're gonna follow the podcast similar similar structure as yesterday. Uh, Again, you're gonna get this. No edits, straight audio, going to keep it short. It is 1230 again here. Uh, but I want to start the podcast off as usual with Player of the Game. And then I'll go through some of the good, some of the bad, uh, and kind of wrap this up here. But I want to I wanna give Player of the Game to someone that has not earned Player of the Game or has not earned anywhere close to Player of the Game. Uh, to, Jason, well, to Tristan Thompson. I want to give it to Tristan Thompson. Jason Tatum probably deserves it, but I do want to give Tristan Thompson a lot of credit because we've been giving him a lot of trash uh, all season long. We saw last game he played really well against Golden State, uh, but tonight was another really solid night for him. Uh, he scored 17 points on 7 of 9 shooting, 3 of 4 from the line. Uh, and he had 10 rebounds, three of which were offensive. Uh, so he, he played a really, really solid game tonight. And for the life of me, I do not know why they the Celtics opted to go for an extremely small lineup at the end of the game with Teague after all of the mistakes that he was making. Uh, but I'm not the coach, clearly. Uh, so... You know Thompson played really well, and we did not see almost any of them in the fourth quarter. He had a, a double double by the time the the third was done. He had seventeen points, ten rebounds after the third period, uh, and didn't do anything after. Didn't really get any time. To me, it doesn't really make too much sense. That was the best lineup that we had going with pretty much our starting five. Uh, and then they opted to go with Grant, and you know again Grant didn't play didn't play horrible. Uh, you know it definitely wasn't the same as his performance last game, but for a guy that played as well as Tristan Thompson did tonight, I kind of expected to to see him in at some of those later parts. Um, and it you know it's unfortunate that we lost this game. Uh, I guess the other the other big. Piece to today's game was Jason Tatum, and you know wasn't a great shooting night for him. Uh, shot eleven of twenty-six, two of ten from three, uh, including starting the game zero for seven. So, you know he ended the night with twenty-seven points, nine rebounds, ten assists. So he was a rebound shy of a triple double, and. You know, overall played fairly well. Uh, With, again, both of our point guards being out and having to start Jeff Teague, we saw a lot of the ball handling duties kind of pushed onto Tatum. And, you know, overall, obviously we saw the assist numbers skyrocket for him, uh, but we also saw the turnovers go up a lot. Uh, So we had four turnovers tonight. But overall, fairly solid game. And you saw him in the fourth quarter just absolutely dominate. Uh, So, you know, overall, pretty good game. You know, he ended, I think, at the third quarter, he had 14 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. And he ended the game with 27, so he had 13 points in the fourth quarter alone. Out of our team's 29. So, you know, the Celtics were really feeding him, or he was feeding himself considering he was the point guard, but he was pretty much doing everything that, you know, we needed. And we saw him at the the very end of the game with a decent look after the Grant Williams offensive rebound uh, over in the corner and, you know, just rimmed out. So... Yeah, you know, it's a it's a tough game. It's a tough game for the Celtics to lose. You know, if you look at the the road trip that we were on, it started with the Warriors and the Kings, both of which should be wins, and then you go out and you've got really tough games. You've got Clippers, Suns, and Jazz. I don't know if that's the order, but I know those are the teams. So it's it's three really really good teams. Uh, And now we're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit trying to battle back through this. But, you know, outside of uh, Tristan Thompson and JT, uh, JB was the other guy that, you know, played fairly well. Uh, You know, for him, he was he struggled shooting today in the first half. Uh, Believe he was three of ten. 3 of 10 shooting in the first half, uh, and he ended 7 of 18. So, you know, again, not a not a great showing from the field, shooting under 50% again. But one of the things that we did see today was JB getting to the line a lot more. And, you know, you saw this early in the first quarter. He drove drove hard to the basket, up faked, drew contact for free throws. And these are the types of plays that the Celtics need. You know, overall tonight, as a team, we shot 22 of 29 from the line. So this is where the Celtics need to be as far as free throw attempts go. Right around 30, again, could be more. I would, I would like that. Percentage-wise as a team, 75%. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, but these are, the, these are the types of performances that we need from J.B., and more importantly, we need more of that from Tatum as well. But Jalen Brown had a had a couple of really really strong assists. Uh, End of the night with 21 points, four assists, three rebounds. Uh, one of the things that it, I really would like to see more of from JB though is him just being aggressive in the fourth. You know, he had nine points in the third quarter. Uh and had 20 points at the end of the third. So he only scored one point in the fourth quarter. And if you watched the fourth quarter, I mean, pretty much the entire offense ran through Jason Tatum. And that's not super surprising. It's kind of been that way all year. But these are situations where he needs to demand some attention. Because he deserves it. I mean, the guys, he's been playing lights out. He had a couple of... Couple of plays today in the fourth quarter where he drove to the hoop and upfigged, had a fairly open shot, and dished it to Tice. I mean, Tice ended up getting a layup. So, I mean, granted, he got an assist from it, but, you know, these are plays that he can be aggressive and start to, you know, add up on his scoring totals and continue to grow his confidence at the end of the game. Because I think that's the biggest. Thing that he's lacking in right now. He sees all of the shots running through Tatum, and he's not getting he's not getting a lot of looks in the fourth. And I don't know if that's hundred percent on JB just not being aggressive or Tatum knowing that he's the guy and that he needs to do it. Uh, but either way, I'd like to see JB being more aggressive. Uh, you know, looking for his shot. You know, overall, those that's those are really the the big guys today. You know, we saw another pretty solid performance from Tice, eleven points, four rebounds, four assists, and a block. Uh, but overall, I mean, the rest of the team was okay, I and mean, we saw Brad kind of unload the bench, and you know, everyone that played scored at least three. So it's good. Uh, I do want to you know talk a little bit about you know Grant Williams and I'll kind of talk about that in a little bit of the second half here cuz I think some of them some of the negatives came from turnovers but if you look across the look across the board this was another game where for the Celtics we were definitely more aggressive getting to the line um and then we had a couple of like really good runs And, you know, we blew two different double digit leads and it's just unacceptable. It's not something you can do. Uh, So it's tough. It's tough. But I do want to I do want to switch over here. uh, Talk about some of the negatives. Talk about some of the areas of opportunity moving forward. Before we do so, uh, I do want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code Take 15 That's CelticsTake15 for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we're back. I want to talk about some of the negatives uh, as well as really the the tryouts for the Celtics uh, for Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes. But I'll start with some of the negatives here. And I talked about this right before the break uh, and the Celtics essentially losing two double-digit leads throughout this game. And it's just from a from a Celtics perspective, right, you've got a lot of guys on the team that, can make plays at any given time. You've got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Tice has proven it. For the last two games, at least, Thompson has proven it. Uh, and then, you know, from there, with all of the injuries that we have, you know, you're kind of relying on those four guys. And at various points of tonight, there were lineups that did not have, you know, two or more of those people on the court. Uh, You know, at the end of the first quarter, and this is, I don't know why this, this one play sticks in my head so much, but with, like, seven seconds left, Tremont Waters, instead of passing the ball to Jason Tatum, who's on the court, he is just dribbling all over the place and throws up a pretty horrible shot. Doesn't even look at Tatum. Like, doesn't even look at him. And, you know, for me, that's just it's not something you can do for a guy like Tremont Waters that does not touch the floor and deservedly so like he has not played well this year. He's not really played well since he's been in the league. Uh, it, it shouldn't happen when you have a guy like Tatum that hits these shots on a regular basis. So for me, that's it's one of those things. And if you look at the, the Celtics as a whole, Right this this whole game a lot of it to me comes down to three point shooting. You know, we got we got really like trigger happy in in the first half more like specifically, but we were I think it was like 4 of 17 from 3 at half. And it didn't really get much better. Yeah, you know, we ended the night 11 of 33. So We're taking a lot of threes. We're not hitting a lot of threes, and it's it's just it's gonna the Celtics gonna struggle. I mean, we're a team that can hit threes, and we're just not hitting them right now. And a lot of that just kind of I think comes down to the fact that we're asking a lot of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as far as the offense goes. If we don't have Smart, if we don't have Kemba, like a lot of the scoring needs to come from the two Rain and Jays. And when that's the case, I mean, you're running a lot more, you're playing more minutes. Uh, I saw Tatum almost hit 40 minutes today, Jalen Brown at 34. So, you know, both of them playing a lot of minutes, Uh, neither of which really played well on. Well, from three, Jason Tatum, two of 10, Jalen Brown, two of six. So, you know, less than stellar performances from both of them when it comes to three point shooting. Uh, So it's, you know, it is what it is, I guess. But if you look at the Celtics like today made it more apparent than ever that the Celtics really need some sort of impact from a bench player. And you know, I think it's fun that we played the Kings today, because two of the TP options that I've talked about in you know previous podcasts, as well as the, the last podcast, uh, have been Harrison Barnes and Buddy Hilt. And both of them played really well tonight. Harrison Barnes more so. I mean, he, Harrison Barnes, end of the night, 24 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds on 7 of 17 from the field and 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Like, Harrison Barnes is, that, is a guy that legitimately could come in, be a starter, and give us the ability to start playing a real small ball lineup. You know, Grant Williams, as well as he's played in spurts, has also played pretty bad in spurts and shown that he's really not ready for that starting position. Uh, And with that being said, we've been playing a lot of two-big lineups. And while with Kemba, the two-big lineup has looked better, it's still like Tice has played really well, and he has been able to stretch the floor Uh, In fact, he was really one of the one guys that shot fairly well from three. Two of four tonight. So, you know, having a guy like Harrison Barnes that can go out, hit the three, but also give you the ability to drive past someone gives you a legitimate threat at the four. So, for me, I mean... I was I was pretty high on Buddy Heald and I've been saying that all season long. After tonight's game, I mean Harrison Barnes could be a, a great option. I'm pretty sure he's under contract for the next two years also. Uh so he's he's definitely he's on the decline as far as career goes. I mean he's twenty eight years old, but you know, still fairly young, still looks like he has a lot of life left in him. And, you know, you saw him win a championship in 2015 with Golden State uh, as a fourth, fourth, maybe even fifth option at points. Uh, So I think he'd be a really solid, solid fit for the Celtics team. Um, You know, we saw the Celtics absolutely get torched tonight from the point guard position. Uh, We saw De'Aaron Fox with 26, and we saw Halliburton with 21. And as much as I'd like to offer a solution on that, you know, the fact of the matter is we're missing our starting point guard, and we're missing our All NBA first-team defense player in Marcus Smart. You know, so at the end of the day, if you look at if you look at this game if you've looked at the first you know 20 games of the season so far the thing that we've been lacking the most is depth in scoring outside of the 2J's and while some of it isn't 100% warranted because you know Kemba's been out we still need we still need scoring options and you know across our across our bench Shemmy, he can hit shots. He's not going to put up much. Grant, he can hit shots. Probably not going to put up a ton. Time Lord, he's not stretching the floor. Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, I don't put much stock in either of them. Jeff Teague, I would be just as happy with him on or off the team at this point. doesn't really make much of a difference to me. I don't think he's going to bring much when you know, Pritchard gets back, Kemba gets back, Smart gets back. I think Teague's going to be losing a lot of minutes. Um, so, you know, the Celtics are in, are in need of another guy that can go out and get you points and just play the game the right way. And Harrison Barnes seems to be that guy. And I guess even pivoting off of Harrison Barnes, Buddy Heald still had a solid game. End of the night, 15 points, 11 rebounds. And for a shooting guard, you know, Buddy Heald is jacked. Like, he's a big dude. And, you know, the acquisition of a guy like Buddy Heald, too, kind of gives you the ability to, you know, still go with that small ball lineup and more than likely Kemba, Heald, J.B. Tatum, and then Tyser, Thompson, Time Lord, whatever you want to do at center. Uh, but he kind of moves J.B. and Tatum up from a 2 and a 3 to a 3 and a 4 and gives the Celtics the ability to stretch the floor that way as well. Uh, and, you know, for, a, again, a guard, he's putting up pretty good numbers on rebounding. Um, you know, Barnes does the same thing. So I guess either way, I think both of these guys would be fantastic fits on the Celtics team. You know, we've got another... I believe it's like month, month and a half, month and a week uh, until the trade deadline at this point. And Danny, I'm assuming, is going to be using the TP prior. It seems like every every media outlet out there is saying that the Celtics need to make some sort of move prior to the trade deadline. I, I 100% agree with that. You know, I'm not saying the Celtics can't Make a run without it because I think uh, a healthy roster up and down is going to be huge. We haven't seen that at all this season. And, you know, I know we've talked about TP options. What we haven't really talked about is the impact that Romeo Langford can have for the Celtics team. And he's going to be another guy that can come in and put up points. You know, he hasn't, he's shown that he is a very very good very very good defensive player uh but in high school and in college he was he was an elite scorer and you know we've saw glimpses of him being able to shoot unfortunately we just haven't seen enough of it because he's been injured constantly uh so he's just he's kind of another question mark for the Celtics team here but you know overall it's not a game there I'm Putting a ton of stock in. I'm not happy about the loss. And it's certainly gonna make this trip a lot harder coming back from. Because this was this was our game to make up ground. You know, the Pacers lost tonight, so we're kind of stretching out our our lead on them a little bit. But, you know, this would have been a good game to get a little bit closer to the Bucks, Nets, and Seventy Sixers. Uh, and it's not really the case. Now we've got uh, tough schedule coming up next three games in our West Coast stint. So, you know, I guess keep an eye out. If this is your first time, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up here. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I appreciate you hopping on. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to rate, review, uh, and then. You know, make sure to tune in for our next game. We've got another another game coming up on Friday here. Uh, so make sure to tune in then against the Clippers. It'll be another late podcast. Uh, but I appreciate appreciate you guys listening. I will talk to you all you Celtics fans soon. Have a great night. I can't help it. I like a I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. I like a I can't help it. I like a